Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Pursuit podcast, the foundation of equity, where our Kansans have justice-centered conversations to promote the equilibrium of humanity in the natural state and beyond. I am your host, Crystal C. Mercer, native Arkansan, artist, activist, poet. You can always catch me in the digital space at crystalcmercer.com and on social media at C-C-M-E-R-C-E-R-T-O-O. And a special thanks to our season sponsor and the reason why we've all assembled to have these deeper dives, the Winthrop Rockefeller Foundation, WRF, who exists to relentlessly pursue economic, educational, social, ethnic, and racial equity for all Arkansans. As the old folks say, ain't that all right? <laughs> you can connect with them at wrfoundation.org and on social media at Winthrop Rockefeller Found on IG and WR Found on FB. Now, this episode, like all others, we are talking with folks all over the state about their draw to or passion for equity work, which brings us to our guest today, Nikita, a.k.a. Kita Reed, <laughs> founder and executive director of Arkansas Soul. Hello, Kita. Hello. Thank yes. you for having me. I'm going to give some people a little insight on you, if that's all right. Let's go for it. All right. So Kita is a native of Peoria, Illinois, and a transplant to the South. We love those potted plants <laughs> by way of <laughs> Memphis. Uh, very early in life, she knew that she had a way with the words and a gift for seeing the very best in people. So as a young girl, she spent hours locked in her room, reading and learning the art of storytelling. And in school, she always took the presentation topics nobody else wanted and killed it. Okay. <laughs> yes, Kita is also the founder and executive director of Arkansas Soul Media. It's a digital nonprofit geared towards diverse audiences, the cultivation of talent of color in media and advocacy for representation in media. Hello. Uh, her field of expertise in digital media through which she advocates for diversity in media and specializes in content strategy and design. She also owns and operates a small digital boutique marketing called Branded by Nikki. How cute is that? Serving small Thank businesses you. and nonprofits. Uh, and she also has a beautiful and curious son named David. Uh, she <laughs> says sometimes he sabotages her typing, but that she's grateful <laughs> for that occasional distraction. I have nieces, nephews, it's a dog running around here. We all have those type of distractions. Uh, and something <laughs> else that that uh, Kita said that really, really touched me about 2020, and it's been a long three years for us all, that life is too short and we must appreciate each present moment, practice mindfulness and pursue our dreams now, not in some magical time when we're ready, quote unquote, in mm -hmm. the future. Kita, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm so grateful that you made the time to sit with me today and share more about your story. Uh, the entry point into this work, which was childhood, has brought you to this place. Uh, but for folks who may not be familiar with the wonderful work you do at Arkansas Soul Media in the digital space, highlighting news, business, arts and culture, politics, health and wellness, I'm uh, wondering if you could describe it to them. Yeah. So in a nutshell, Arkansas Soul Media is a nonprofit 
Um, but we are set up as a digital media startup. So not only are we looking to build our own newsroom where we're staffing and hiring and putting on media professionals, journalists, writers of color, we're also getting into video and film. We want to offer training opportunities, mentorships. Um, we get so many like, inquiries about people of color that people can hire. Um, it's, it's a media company in, in all the sense. And it's mm -hmm. been very challenging, you know, but <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's what's necessary. Um, we have these news deserts across the state. Um, and then a lot of people I work with, including myself, like, We've been in the media profession and industry for so long. We see the inadequacies. We see the gaps. Mm -hmm. We see the missed opportunities to diversify. So it was many factors that came into play for Arkansas Soul to be born, you know, but the main thing is how do we lift up? How do we amplify black and brown voices in this state? It feels very rooted, uh, even the name Soul and going through uh, your website and seeing all of the people you really are highlighting black and brown not only creators but creatives writers journalists uh, there is it's so much content on the website and very happy to to see us because sometimes we don't get an opportunity to see us so brilliantly and beautifully in the way that Arkansas Soul Media has been portraying those black and brown voices. So just shout out and thank you for that, Kita, because the, the space is absolutely amazing. When I was digging y'all, I was like, she's so cool. <laughs> so I had my little fangirl moment. I'm like, yes, this is what we need. This is what we need. Uh, I want to shift gears for a moment. Just just a little bit, because, you know, Arkansas Soul Media is one facet. And so we're definitely going to dig a little deeper into that. But you also have your boutique company branded by Nikki. And on your site, you said it's my duty to help you build a brand that can hold a conversation. It's my duty. So can you talk a little bit more about how you build with BIPOC creatives and how equity is defined in that work? Yeah. So um, when I say that and I work with my clients, a client isn't just a client to me. I really actually care. It's not about getting the coins, doing the job and bouncing. If something ain't right, I'm going to say it, you know. Um, yeah. And time and time again, I've seen black owned, brown owned, minority owned businesses. They don't hype themselves. You know, a lot of it, I get it. You know, founder of a nonprofit, having to do your own thing and, and do all the things. Uh, you don't have time, you know, but it's so crucial um, for you to know your brand, know who you are and what you do and who you're talking to. Um, and I think that a lot of folks, they miss the boat a lot of times. A lot of them, they rush. It's like, oh, OK, Brandon, I need a logo and I got to get on social media. But it's deeper than that. It's yeah. deeper. It's like, how do you represent yourself? You know, how do you build this trust? You know, with the community, you're trying to get to patronize your, your services or your product. So. Looking at that, well, we apply that lens even in Arkansas Soul. You know, how mm -hmm. are we engaging with our audience? Are we who we say we are? What is true diversity in media? And so these are all the things I have circling around my head <laughs> on a day-to-day -day basis. But that's the gist of it. Is when you work with me, it's not just a transactional type thing. I, I'm learning everything about you because mm -hmm. everyone has a story. So everyone 
everyone has this. I think that's part of my God-given talents is to see this greatness in people, see the vision and bring it out of them. Yeah. So it's more of that relationship building with your clients. Mm -hmm. And then for them, it, it uh, the way I see branding is almost like building your legacy. So you're building your your name, the continuity of this story and something that hopefully it, all the things that I'm doing will live beyond me is, I think, the, mm -hmm. the ultimate goal that something can survive uh, because of you and continue to survive because you were there. Absolutely. And you mentioned how equity plays into that. So I kind of treat the equity question like I do the diversity question. Like, why is diversity important to you? I, I got no choice. CC. <laughs> yes. It's almost like a fight for survival. It ain't a fight for, you know, I exist and create my own narrative. That's mm. the equity draw, you know, and that goes across the board from media to personal branding to all of that stuff. It's about showing up and being represented and owning your story. That's part of the equity lens. If we're going to go the equity lens, but like I said, yes. when you're black and brown and you're out here, you ain't got no choice, you know? <laughs> Born with those glasses you know, on. Like, up. just go and put exactly. them on. <laughs> they're not rose colored, FYI. Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're a little opaque. So you just got to get exactly. through <laughs> how you get through. <laughs> and I, I'm glad that you brought that point up because, you know, you said that you weren't drawn to this, that it is a necessity for the state of media in the landscape of Arkansas. And for those who are listening outside of the natural state, mountains, lakes, rivers, caves, diamonds, squash, farms, like beautiful place, but also hauntingly devastated by <laughs> oppression and historical marginalization. So for folks who ain't from here or you ain't spent a significant amount of time here like Keita who moved to the state and does work here it's a beautiful place to be but sometimes it's, it's also very hard and having to mm -hmm. kind of uh, crawl through that sludge and just be recognized uh, as human be respected for your cultural differences uh, it is it's quite the journey and it's lifelong work that's for sure um, you also talked about that equity lens being, you know, true to the heart of diversity in media. And I know that is the sole focus of, <laughs> of the soul for the Arkansas soul media is to have diverse perspectives because also in our communities, it's not monolithic. There is a kaleidoscope of culture mm -hmm. that ranges from black and brown through our ethnicity, our lineage, our cultural practices. So can you talk about how mm -hmm. that's also represented the diversity within our cultural differences? Okay. So yeah, when it comes to addressing uh, diverse audiences and the diversity within already minoritized and splintered, you know, audience, so what I would say to you, I'm looking more at privilege, mm. uh, in a way that we cover some things, you know, and here's what I say about that. So when people go to highlight certain stories in the media, especially mass media or, or a mainstream media, what types of stories are you generally seeing? If it's a, a feel good story, are it the same type of black folks showing up, same type of brown folks, the ones with the PhDs will accomplish their doctorates, they're serving on boards and we see their stories over and over and over again. But what happens to the common folks? What happens to the everyday folks in between? Um, when I got here and I started teaching at the University of Arkansas at the School of Journalism, 
I saw that firsthand, you know, and I saw who's mm. writing the stories and they may have been trying very hard to be diverse and cover different things. But if your bubble's only this small, who are you going to keep going to? Right. Yeah. And I was seeing the coverage across the state. So we love us some Northwest Arkansas. <laughs> who has talked to the folks in Jonesboro, Blyville, Turl, all these random places. Who's going down to Monticello? They barely go to Pine Bluff. No, nobody, nobody talks Damn. about Southern Arkansas. It's like, it's just missing. It's just like they down there. Okay. <laughs> but if you think about these places and you start thinking about the different types of institutions and different types of leaders in these different types of communities, we never get to see unless it's something catastrophic or it's something as wonderful and magnificent and once in a lifetime like the young man who became the youngest mayor in the, in the country. Come on, Earl. We're not showing up. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. But we should have been in Earl. We should have been in you know Earl. I, mean? we been, I know some we folks from Earl. We should have been in Wilmar. We should have been in. Ooh, but how often yes. do you see them popping up in the Democrat Gazette? Exactly. Okay, <laughs> that was me blinking. In case this is just audio. Okay, so it's it's about that. It's about us increasing our spirit influence. It's about us bringing up and uplifting other voices and people and also preserving this historical record and, and, you know, making it more accurate, adding more names and stories and narratives to that instead of these same old stories that we're just used to, to relying on. So with that, you're going to get a lot of diversity. You're going to get a lot of folks say, you can be like, mm, did that black person just say that? You know, and that's true <laughs> journalism. We can't, <laughs> we can't just say because we're covering a black Republican Oh, they, they, no, you can't, you can't have that. So I think a big part of that too is embracing media literacy with mm -hmm. diverse audiences as well, because I do understand there are um, more we trust the media, but half the time, I think it's just a misunderstanding of the media. And you have people like us who are eating at the table yeah. who can speak up when things go left, you know, but also send and say, hey, y'all, I know how this looks, but actually, here's the proper way we do things, you know, because we've been to the schools, we learned the theories, we know perspectives and all of these things. So it's kind of like we're doing double duty. You know, we're, we're, we're talking to our, our colleagues and we're showing folks how it should be done, but we're also talking to our community and rebuilding that trust and also teaching them here are the tools, and here's how we properly do things. Does that make sense? Are you feeling me on that? Like, absolutely, like feeling you. Uh, from being Arkansas centric and covering other parts of the state, to saying, yeah, there's going to be uh, varied perspectives, and we should dig into that. Like naming something gives it power, and having the courage <laughs> and the technical skill on top of that to be like, here is the story. I'm covering it. Here are the people common and above like we all deserve to have our stories to be told absolutely feeling you on that yeah and give pine bluff some love Arkansas as well <laughs> like, like pine bluff but think about my parents are from on the side of right but think about communities next to memphis they hopping over that line and they're like we memphians no you're arkansas and you should be proud of that so let us tell your story let us tell your community because you over this line you are Okay, <laughs> it's a line. I didn't put it there, but you on the other side of it, friend. So let's just go tell it how it is. So there's no confusion. Man, I I absolutely dig that perspective. And and you're alluding to this, but this is folding into uh, the next question that I have for you, Kita. As you know, like 
equity is a necessity. Diversity is a part of a game. Like we're kind of born into that, but then also finding our way in the work that we do. So the next question that I have for you is how does equity, this social justice work, diversity, uh, the boutique personal experience with your clients, uh, all of those things wrapped into one. How does that inform your creative and professional practices? Mm-hmm. So I think it, it it forms the foundation for me to work from. I'm not just another content creator, contractor, you know, out here on my hustle. It's about me giving back. Um, it's about me lifting people up with me, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm always about that. When you win, I win, we win. That's just a model I have in my life. So it's, it's all of those things, but it, all of those things form this great solid foundation. It reminds you of the why behind the work. And so I, I always think about that I, whenever I create something and whenever I write something, words are powerful. Language is, is powerful. So I, I, I'm double checking, triple checking and making sure the perspective is correct. I'm being relevant. I'm providing quality content. I'm not wasting people's time because we ain't got time. We, we, it's a revolution. We got to fight. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> Do not have I need all, any I need time. Attention and we need to. <laughs> right. <laughs> You have to step correct. That's the other side of it. You know, uh, the name of the game with media, you have to show up, especially in digital media, you have to show up each and every day and you have to step correct, especially being a black woman. You have to be triple, quadruple correct. Um, And it can get tiring, but it is so worth it um, because you're showing up not only just for yourself, but for something bigger. You're showing up for your people, you're showing up for your community and you're showing up for the proper ideals in journalism and media. Hello. The ancestors are pleased. I felt I felt my Mima <laughs> jump into me and she was like, yes. <laughs> so who? Well, she's from Pelahatchee, Mississippi, but she spent the majority of her life in Pine Bluff. So, yes, a still Delta, South on. Arkansas girl, all of that yes. jazz. Um, so Love then I just want to want to know, like. You have Branded by Nikki, you have Arkansas Soul Media, you have all these connections with institutions and foundations and nonprofits and just everyday people. And we're all everyday people, no matter what level you get on. So this is not to delineate you in some cast, like being human, that we're all here. So Kita, my my next question for you, uh, and actually this is the last question, unless something else comes out, because I'm I'm so fascinated with the fact that you have been doing this since you were a little girl, like you knew. I started writing poems at seven. Like I knew I was a poet. Like the first poem, I'm a poet. That's it. Yeah. Uh, so if all the number of years that you've put into this work from being locked in your room and reading stories and going to journalism school and doing this work, creating this content, and uh, you know, from childhood to adulthood, what do you see for the years to come? I'm going to be real with you. I want to build a media empire and I'm not afraid to claim it. Um, mm. I think you know, we don't see enough black women, especially in the media space, being leaders. That's the other thing. It's one thing to come on and get a job and barely make it. It's another to be in the room and able to call shots and green light. We ain't waiting to get chose anymore, CC. Yes. We're just going to make our own path. And that's where I stand from. So in the years to come, yes, I want to have dollars to give to filmmakers. I want to give them grants. I want to show their work. I want them to get views. I want them to get paid. I want all the writers and journalists of color to get paid while lifting up the community, while building up the culture, and also reference for Arkansas. 
When's the last time outside of Little Rock you heard some say somebody say I'm from Arkansas? Okay, I mean, like, I say it all the time, but yes, we want to hear it on the mainstream media <laughs> scene. <laughs> right, y'all. No, and I'm tired of Arkansas not getting the love it needs to get. There have been some heavy hitters. There's a lot of fabulous people coming up, and I think we need some of that that mainstream space. Why not? Why not Arkansas? And not just certain places or pockets. The whole state is bumping, is is lit, and we got to put it out there. You got to show up. Yes, I say. Well, you know, naming is claiming. So, Kita, I am touching and agreeing with you for your media. Uh, come up. You're already there for the blossoming that will be from this natural state. I I know it's on the way. So it's just waiting for you to catch up with it. And we'll be right there watching. So I am full believer in the work that you're doing uh, the the places that you are going and the places that you're taking your state, y'all message. If you from Arkansas, you better claim it. <laughs> you better claim it right now That's today. Right. <laughs> so right. proud Don't to be, be ashamed. Look, do not That's be shamed. There's a lot of. I remember when I was in in Ghana. Speaking of my Mima coming up into me, I, I would be remiss. Leola Strong, Pilahachi, to Pine Bluff. Uh, she was living with dementia and was having, you know, a hard time. People thought she was like losing her mind, but I think she was just all over her mind. It was very interesting to have conversations with her because she was talking about people she knew. It was just kind of getting them mixed up. But anyway, I was living in Ghana and I had to come back home early because I was having some medical difficulties and in between one of those moments where she couldn't quite remember, it's almost like she snapped back into herself. And she said, Lucy, that was her nickname for me. She said, don't never let nobody tell you, you can't go back to the place you were born. And I was like, confirmation, let me Love go on, change this ticket. <laughs> because I was feeling some type of shame about leaving this experience a few months early, but I knew I had to take care of myself. And and the place where I could heal completely uh, was the place where I was from, and that's Arkansas. So I appreciate you, Kita, for bringing light to that, that we have to be proud of where we're from, that we have to tell the truth about who we are and our stories, and for people to know us and love us and to invest in us, that having that that content, that brand, that legacy is absolutely critical to that success. Well, I want to. If you don't write your own story, who will? Hmm. Somebody, and they're not going to do it right. <laughs> exactly. So, look, exactly. write your own story. And if you need help with that, Kita is here for you. I'm telling you, she is here for you. So I, I you know, <laughs> I thank you so much for your time today. And where can folks find you in the digital space? Go and get the people. Uh, the socials, the webs, where they can get their stories yes. popping. Yes. So please hit up A-R-G-O-T-S-O-U-L, A-R-G-O-T-S-O-U-L.com. Uh, I'm going to tell you like this. We would love your nonprofit donation dollars, but your views are gold. Always remember that. Your attention and your, your influence is gold. And it's not just the Arkansas soul. It's everybody who's working in this media space. So Pay attention to where you pay attention because there's put while you watching, there's somebody watching you. So you mm. might as well come on and watch yourself over here mm. on um, Yes, it's, it's very well. We can have a whole conversation on that. But argotsoul.com, the same handle on social. 
We would love to have you because this is you at the end of the day. Peta. We gonna we gonna have to we gonna have to have this conversation again. I feel like there's there's so much more I want to talk to you about. Um, I'm I'm so excited that we had that we had you here. Look uh, on some things for myself as well. Y'all better go uh, down to the web to the social and and get tapped in. And we like to end the show with a quote, a poem, words of encouragement before we depart from our time together in this space together. And, you know, no doubt, hopefully it is encouraging someone else who's out there relentlessly pursuing something in their heart. And uh, today's feature comes from one of the Little Rock Nine. Uh, who was also a professional journalist, which is why I chose them, Melba Patillo-Beals. And she said, until I am welcomed everywhere as an equal, simply because I am human, I remain a warrior on the battlefield that I must not leave. I continue to be a warrior who does not cry, but who instead takes action. If one person is denied equality, we are all denied equality. So Kita, we see you on that battlefield. And I'm so thankful for you sharing a bit of your story with us today. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. Oh. You are so welcome. Well, thank y'all for tuning in to the Relentless Pursuit podcast, the foundation of equity where our Kansas are having justice-centered dialogues promote the equilibrium of humanity in the natural state and beyond. We had a fabulous time today in studio with Nikita, Kita, or Nikki, depending on, I don't know what side you on, but I'm Team Kita, read. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host, Crystal C. Mercer, and thank you again for our season sponsor, the Winthrop Rockefeller Foundation, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.